Legends in the making. The Toronto Raptors are headed to their first NBA Finals. Welcome to another episode of That's a Rap Podcast. No, Raptors. no, no, Dre. That's not how you start this. The Raptors are going to the goddamn NBA Mother Championship <laughs> well, Finals. There's, there's a couple of things I wanted to preface now that you brought that up. First off, oh my god, we, we uh, this was a, a podcast by fans for fans, and we started this podcast just under a year ago when. The day we found out that Kawhi Leonard was becoming a Raptor and you censored yourself. I remember the very first time we started the podcast. I didn't. I said Kawhi <laughs> Leonard is, is uh, oh no, I said uh, Kawhi mother effing Leonard yes, is a Raptor. That, those were my exact words. Those were the first words that I used to start the very first time we did this. And guess right. what? We are running this pod all the way through the entire season doesn't matter what happens now. It'll be the entire season because for the first time ever, as you said, the Toronto Raptors and their 24-year franchise history, 25 since the name was announced, the Toronto Raptors, the Jurassic Park, that we're making it to the finals against the Warriors, there, the Golden State Warriors. There are so many emotions because you have to – I'm going to bring back to what you said about how we first started – we first started this when we heard about Kawhi. We 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 were we were gonna do this regardless, but that was the day when Kawhi was traded for us to to for, uh, to the Raptors, and the elation was genuine. We had no idea that someone like his caliper could could come to would be a Raptor. And the thing is, I don't think it's it's so new to us to even fathom the chance of going to the NBA finals. Like, okay, we're not celebrating a championship. I get that. I understand that. But for whoever is listening to this podcast, you have to understand that this 24 years ago, uh I was I was about 6 years old, so I was still kind of understanding, you know, the term basketball, what that means. But in my, you know, and we're about the same age, Dre, in mm-hmm. th- that span of like you know ten year old eleven year old, we were very impressionable, and the Raptors was something that we could all kind of stand behind because I wasn't not that I wasn't a hockey fan, but it was just too expensive for me to play soccer. I'm not in any shape to play soccer, and and, and baseball. I thought baseball was cool, but like like I don't. It just never really caught to me. Basketball though, there was something about it. It was a team sport, and the fact that. Toronto, the place that I I don't I don't necessarily live in, but I feel a connection with it because if everybody has this connection with Toronto, who could even f- uh, has a chance to be in the conversation of uh, championship caliber, and, and you're talking about like the time of Michael Jordan and now S- Stephen Curry, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, all these players that that brought their teams to the NBA finals and to a championship. We have that now. We, he, Kawhi Leonard brought us to the championship. So this is why it's so fulfilling at this moment. And again, there's so many emotions and I'm going to let you share your emotions too, Dre. Uh, obviously these last couple of games, we've just been doing post game reactions, giving you the numbers, positives and uh, things to work on. But for today, 
no man i just want to i just want to talk with with my friends jay is not on this right now he's with his family i'm hoping he's going crazy but as you know friends that we've bonded together because of the raptors um i, I just want to talk with you man i just want to sh- i want to shoot the s with you on about about the raptors bro yeah uh a couple of things first off you said we were bound together by basketball that's absolutely true uh you and i met when we weren't even teenagers i think i was like 12 maybe you might have been 12 as well if not we were like 13 like just on the cusp of being a teenager and it was through basketball camp and guess what everybody had their carter jerseys on everybody Mm -hmm. had their boss jerseys on because that was around the time that chris bosch was Mm -hmm. first drafted you know and we love the team and to give some perspective because you're talking about we've never made a championship finals before this and this to give some perspective as to how special this truly is in the NBA history as it is right now. The Toronto Raptors aren't that old of a team. They're around the same age, if not slightly younger or slightly older than teams like the Memphis Grizzlies, the Timberwolves, obviously the Pelicans are way newer or the, you know, the Bobcats are way newer None of those teams that we share at least a decade or a 20-year span with that I know of anyways have made it to the finals ever. Not the Grizzlies, not the Timberwolves, certainly not the Pelicans or Bobcats. This is the first time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, the, the Pelicans are the Hornets. Uh, I mean, the, the new Hornets, the Charlotte Hornets, because they were the Bobcats. You, you all know what I mean. Point is, <laughs> I got you. I got most you. recent teams that are around 30 years old or so have not made it this far. And that's something that's really special if you really think about it, because this is a league that's being controlled by the dynasties that have always ruled. Mm. And the Warriors are one of those teams that have always had some sort of a dynasty. No, they're not the, the Celtics or the Lakers who have like 18, 19 rings. But I mean, they go way back in the day, you know, 76ers do. Obviously, Celtics and the Lakers, like I said, the Knicks, all these older teams have these have this dominance the bulls of the 90s of course the spurs of the 90s 2000s and early 2010s this is something that's so alien and so foreign because this is a younger team and we are a part of a class where a lot of us just have not had a break i'm talking about the timberwolves who really haven't had that much success outside of the kevin garnett years even even still not that great Memphis Grizzlies, who are known as a grit and grind team that had to fight tooth and nail to get to where they wanted to go, where they said, God, conference finals, still were the underdogs. The Pelicans get no respect, <laughs> even with <laughs> Anthony Davis and possibly Zion Williams, no respect. So we are, of course, a part of this team. We were called the Barneys for so many years because it was just in our nature to have to choke. And it's not because we did. It's because... People expect it out of us. If we Mm -hmm. lost, it's because we choked, not because the other team played better. If we won, it was a fluke. There was no actual positivity from the outsiders. And from within the camp, we all just thought our most positive thoughts. We tried our best, but we still feel a little like deflated because this is a team that we wanted to go all the way. And guess what? For the first time ever, Raptors fans who only tune into their own team are watching an entire season because we've made it to the finals. And that's just, 
it's it's surreal. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. No, see, honestly, you're you you could I couldn't have put it in better words because I don't know what to feel. I have no idea. I, it doesn't feel like real life. I, 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 we have never felt this before. I don't know if I should feel excitement. I don't know if I should feel worried. I feel a little thoroughy. It could be the flu. I don't know. But this, <laughs> this is just, this excitement is, it, it's like a sense of pride because we, okay. I was, I was talking to this with my family and, and it was like, the in the NBA, the there's twenty nine other teams outside of the Raptors, right? And the twenty nine other teams are slated or set in the in the states, and each yes. team has their the own only individual state, uh, and some states have two teams, right? Mm-hmm. Toronto, Three, if you're Texas, there you go. Oh yeah, true. Toronto, yes, it is the closest uh, to uh, the states, but the thing is. Looking at social media and and talking to even people like even uh, people from like overseas like my family in Hong Kong they're all those guys the I'm think we're talking about like the immigrant immigrant families like my 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 parents uh, for they've never understood us watching basketball my sister and I watching basketball they don't care they they're just like oh the raptors is just something that me and my sister enjoy together and they they're going to spend time together that's great right mm-hmm. but they were this these last few games my my mom who cares not of anything that has to do with basketball was texting me and saying Oh my God, I love this Kawhi Leonard. Oh my God, I I can't believe the <laughs> the Raptors are winning. And I'm just like, are you are you watching this right now? And like, yeah, you and me and your dad are watching it because it's so important. And it's I realized that it's not only us who are influencing them; it's also their friends uh, who who also have kids. And it's like their kids also have their own kids. That the generation of families who've been through this uh this team like been through the beginning literal beginning since we were kids since we were babies watching this team grow and then Mm -hmm. i know you were watching the end of the game when kyle lowry you saw his face you saw his elation his smile and then he was the one who besides larry tannenbaum and masai ujiri holding up the uh trophy kyle lowry was the first player who lifted the trophy and I thought that was so mo- monumental, and he yeah. it was so well deserved because he was the one seven years ago when he did not want to be here, and he gave us a chance, which which I feel like that's all we really want as like mm-hmm. a Canadian is just to give us a chance because we can prove that we deserve to be here, right? And not only that we deserve, but we deserve your attention we de- we deserve to feel or to to let we 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 should we shouldn't have to go out there every single day to let you know that we're here we're here already and Kyle Lowry is the epitome of everything Toronto Raptors what we feel the highs the lows the very low lows and I know that you remember them and he yeah. he was there and I'm so happy for him and I'm so happy for Toronto Raptor fans that this is something that we can all generations uh, can all come together. My parents, 
my my parents-in-law like all of us can all come together for one thing that i love so truly and there's something about that that's so satisfying and this feeling is just crazy yeah no absolutely and uh I, I feel like I'm the president. I'm going to have to try and answer your, your, your bullet points one at a time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, first off, uh, I, I'm not the president. I'm not, I'm not qualified enough. Uh, neither is a guy who is actually there. Point is, before we lose more fans, um, no, first off, uh, it's funny you bring up your mom because my mom as well, except uh, the difference is my mom actually does watch basketball. She watches the Raptors because, you know, they're the home team. You know, we've gone to games together. Mm-hmm. She has fun, right? Um absolutely in love with Kawhi Leonard <laughs> within like minutes was like, he's my favorite rapper of all time. <laughs> and it was like, yes, there you go. Uh, but uh, all this Kawhi love, obviously all this Kawhi love, but Kyle Lowry being the first actual player to hoist a trophy for the Eastern finals championship, I think is, it says a hell of a lot because it's not just about the, the fresh face we have Kawhi Leonard who mirrors a lot of what Kyle Lowry was aside from the fact that both our initials are KL, which is coincidental. Um, also, the very first thing he said, didn't want to be here. Showing a different attitude, putting all of his effort into it, nonetheless. Might tell a different story now that he's actually here. He's embraced the fans. He knows what it's like to play for us. Might be a different story, like it was for Kyle Lowry, but the difference is Kyle Lowry's been here for, as you said, like seven years. He's still not that long when you think about a team and its legacy and its length. Cause you know, Valanchunas who was the previous longest serving member who got traded. So seven's a pretty young duration when you mm-hmm. think about it, but nonetheless, he's been here the longest. And I remember when Kyle Lowry became one of my favorites, if not my favorite Raptor of all time. Uh, this was before this season and last season and all that. Cause we've gotten some great new players. Um, Siakam included, obviously, uh, Powell and Ben Fleet stepping up with the bench, uh, especially the last year's bench mob. A lot of things have changed, but there was a point a couple of years ago when Kyle Lowry just took everything. And that was when we were getting bombarded in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Cavaliers. And we were down by like 20, but that guy, he didn't want to be put out. He didn't want to be put on the bench. He hustled more than I've ever seen any player ever. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, oh, yeah. this guy absolutely wants it's not even about winning. We're not going to win. He knows there are fans that are standing there who are not leaving because it was at home. We are getting pummeled, but it's not about winning at that point. It's about losing only ever so slightly to show that they never gave up on us. You're right. And that to me said volumes, absolute volumes. Right. And I'm so glad that he's here, that he's going into the finals now. Everybody that said he's overrated, there's playoff Lowry, this and this. I'm glad that their words meant nothing. Yes, Absolutely sir. nothing. Yes, sir. Absolutely, man. I mean, the the two-headed monster that we have right now is, is Kyle and Kawhi. And you can't ask for a better leaders, I guess, for this team and role models too. Um, so if I can harp back to like generations of, of kids and their kids watching this team. I mean, there's always going to be those superstars, right? LeBron James, Curry, Harden, name, you name it, Giannis. Um, and, and the thing is, all of them are unbelievable players, uh, unbelievable people that, that you can, I guess, connect with. Um, 
or you know what not so much connect with but there there's someone that you can look up to but when you see yeah. someone like Kawhi and Kyle they're they're very humble superstars yes. Ka- Kawhi in this case they're very humble they don't they're not flashy they they don't when they you score uh they don't you know shove it in your face they're it's all about the lunch pail the let's go to work and no matter what we did our best like when I ever had have a kid, um, I want to have someone that they can look up to because I'm looking up to them as well, and it, it's it would be it's so good to know that these kids now who are growing up watching this generation of Raptors, and lucky for them, they didn't have to go through the Rafael Rujo and Andrea Bargnani and the 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 williams williams trade <laughs> oh so, yeah the carter williams williams trade. That yeah was like don't worry we're getting two for the price of one yeah exactly like, like eight for the price of one but hey. alonzo who did not want to come to even cross the border like they didn't have to go through that so l- lucky yeah. them but it's not like you know it's not their fault that they had to go they didn't have to go through that right but right you, they don't i guess it's just good to know that that generation is looking up to players like Kawhi and looking up to players like Kyle, these these fathers and these mentors to their teammates as well, being humble, understanding that this is work at the end of the day, even if they're uh, out of this world superstars and they get paid millions of dollars, it doesn't, at the, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to them. This is their way of life. And at, at the end of the day, it's like, no matter what you do for your own life or how you feed your family you still have to work you know you still have to put in that work on what you're good at and be humble about it and that's what i i love about these players and this team and you kind of see it trickle down to the other teams and the, and the younger teams you have someone like norman powell freddie van vliet uh pascal siakam like uh, marcus all these are really good players and that's why that's why i, I love it and, and I'm so proud of these guys too because, like, you, they're like family at the end of the day. Like, you know, you you watch these guys all the time, and you know, especially with with the connections that we have with Open Gym and with Twitter and and IG, it's like you you see these guys all the time. You just want them to succeed because they're such good people. And now you see that, and oh, Dre, do you know how many hats and T-shirts I'm going to get of the conference championships? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and they actually look nice too. It's yeah, not even just man. the sentiment. They actually look nice. Oh, it, yeah, like it's it's such it's such a good feeling to have a great team to cheer for who's going to the NBA finals, man. Yeah, um not to jinx or anything if you believe in superstitions. Uh, I I don't believe in that stuff, but uh I feel very superstitious now that the Raptors have uh been in these playoffs. That's for one reason. I've only ever had this kind of a feeling before with another team that I love that I never expected to always win the championship. I, I, I'm a realistic viewer. Yeah. There was one other time where I felt this way, and that was back in 2011 or 2012, whichever it was. I think it was 2011. When what I would argue is the other best playoff series that has ever occurred in this decade happened. And that was the Dallas Mavericks somehow overthrowing ah. the big three in, in the, with the heat. And when I saw that, I, th- I think they came in third place overall, the Dallas Mavericks. When I saw that team though, and I saw the veteran presence with Jason Kidd, 
um, with Terry. Obviously, uh, Novitsky was there. I mean, we could go through all the players, but when I saw them and I saw a true, a similarly grit and grind kind of underdog team going up against LeBron James and the big three in Miami, I was like, look, they overtook the Lakers. They overtook OKC. I believe it was also the Trailblazers. Like they, those were not easy teams that they that they won against. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could go all the way, and somehow they pulled it off. Now this year, from the very beginning, just knowing what we had with Kawhi Leonard, period, and then what we got with Gasol, which say what you want about the guy, I think he's been tremendous in these playoffs. Uh, Danny Green, I know his points aren't high, but. I think he's still been tremendous in these playoffs. The, the points might need to change in the next series, but in, in all things considered, he's been terrific. With Lowry, with Siakam, who, if he doesn't win MIP, I'm going to eat my own hat. Uh, <laughs> for real. Uh, all these players, I look at what we've been through. Sure, the Magic are a good team, but they're not like super stellar, but I feel like they were great practice for how we handled the perimeter. Oh, how we handled. Is... Oh, hello there. Oh, hello oh, there, oh, Jay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, boy. Hey. We're, We're in trouble now. Wow. Welcome, hello. Welcome. Welcome, oh, welcome did Jay. I, did I interrupt the uh, the greatest post pod of this? <laughs> welcome, hey, my friend. You weren't here until now. Okay, exactly. now it's the greatest. Now it's the greatest. It's, it, it begins oh, no. now. I'm going to stop you recording. We're recording in. right now. Let's go. <laughs> You better keep this Yo. in. What I was saying, though, is, uh, and then uh, we got to find out your sentiments afterwards, but uh, the magic. So the perimeter defense and tossing it into the big man in the, in the key. Going to the 76ers, same thing, but more wild card, unpredictable. Same thing. We go forwards to the Bucks, which are a little bit less wild cardy, but much more solid. But once their cracks are visible, we went from 2 nothing to beating a team that never lost two games in a row four times in a row to get the 4-2 win. And all I'm saying is, look at what these teams are mirroring. The perimeter shooting threes, the big man in the key that they toss to. Like there are one or two defensive players that kind of pick up the slack for everybody else. Doesn't it kind of sound like the other people who are sitting on the opposite side of the spectrum in the finals, the Warriors? All I'm saying is I feel like all of this has been great practice. We've got the week off. Let's rest. Yeah. Enough of me. Jay, <laughs> verbal diarrhea, your head off. Yes. Please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, guys. I yes. am calling you from Akron, Ohio. I don't know how I'm, on, I'm calling you guys, but I don't care. <laughs> this is the is biggest winner franchise. team yet? <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I find it ironic that I'm calling you guys from the home of LeBron James right. because the, the man who tormented us for so many postseasons no longer in the picture, and we are now the tormentors. Uh, Dre, you, you made a great point about coming back from 2-0. I think it extends beyond that. We are a oh. team that went from Derek Martin to the <laughs> NBA Finals. We are a True. team that relied on high draft picks like Araujo, and Marcus, <laughs> we brought him up earlier. And exactly, those were our high draft picks. You know, what we got now we got no lottery picks, and we go into the NBA Finals. Yeah. We are a team that down fifteen. I know you guys have probably mentioned this, but down fifteen yeah. in game in the uh, late in the third quarter, 
you know, I was, uh, it, it's a time when you start to get superstitious. You start to wear your hat a different way. You start yeah. to stand in a different yeah. position. You Man. start to breathe a certain way. You drink a different way. My wife, choir. exactly. My wife was, uh, was watching the game and there was one point during the second quarter where she had to go to the washroom and we made a mini run. And then she said, you know what? We're down 15. I'm going to leave the room. The second she left the room, all of a sudden we started coming back. So I said, yep. I told her, don't even just stay out of the room. Go outside. Go to the car. <laughs> it's this like negative was... energy in Ohio. It's Cleveland. It's all it's all Cleveland's fault. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I cannot stop saying oh my gosh. Like I I wanted to call my dad long distance to 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 see how he was doing. And I knew I was gonna start crying and I didn't call him <laughs> and I regret that. But this is one call I don't regret. Guys, this is what? I don't know. I don't, yeah. Well, speaking man. of this call, uh, yeah, the floor is yours. Jason and I were talking about us growing up with the Toronto team and what this means to us on a grander scale and not just this year. So, yeah, obviously you've been a great representative of the Toronto community. If nobody's caught this, uh, Jay Rosales has been on television uh, representing Toronto fans everywhere. Uh, we the North. Uh, you You've been killing it, brother. But... With all that in mind, you can tell us in your perspective and give us a, a really good behind the scenes of what it's like to be a, a We the North fan since the very beginning. What does this mean to you on a grander scale, on a lifelong Toronto Raptors spectrum? It means so much, and, and I don't think it can be put into words. The um, Growing up in a, a very basketball-loving family, my, my dad was trying to ingrain, like he loves basketball. He's 72, I believe, and still playing basketball. That's, oh, that's how much awesome. he loves the game. Yes. And he is, he, he lives and breathes basketball. Before the Raptors had a franchise, uh, you know, he was a, a Lakers fan and he followed Magic Johnson, whatever. And then around about the time Magic left, that's when the Raptors finally got a franchise and that was it. But he's always ingrained basketball in my head. He loves it, and it's transferred over to me. And, you know, when when we finally got a franchise, the, the excitement was all about, you know, how long will it take? And just imagine the thought of being in a, in a, in a championship. But that was all just a pipe dream 24 years ago, and now here we are. I mean, it's uh, it means so much. And, like, I wish you guys could uh, – everyone's going to have their own story about how they watch it and how they're going to remember it. Here I am, again, in the middle of, of, of LeBron country with extended family who love and live LeBron James, and they're here cheering along. They said, the second we entered the house, like, you know, we've, we've tormented you guys long enough. This is your time. We are all on board. We are going to cheer for, for Toronto. We hate Golden State that much that we don't care who it is. <laughs> we are totally on board and we, you know, we are behind you on this. And just that atmosphere was just, oh, like I yeah. wish, I wish I was anywhere, anywhere in Toronto right now to I, see this. But. I know that, I know Raptor fans are, like, honestly, most Raptor fans are downtown right now, riding and, and climbing on poles. And I, I, I hope what, let me preface this. Everyone be safe. Please get home safely. Please, because the scenes downtown right now, and I don't live very far from downtown, but the scenes I see there right now are incredible. It is the sense of pride. Everyone's wearing red and white. Uh, and 
every in every different color in every different ages and that's the best part about being a Toronto Raptor fan because the inclusivity of this team is you can't match it with anything else any sport right um there's a lot of pride when it comes to the Leafs and even TFC and the Blue Jays and I loved all of that I do I really really do as a Toronto fan but the Raptors there's something about it to have everybody together and Jay, I, I, we, we, me and Dre was, we were talking about, you know, uh, the generations of, of, of people uh, like my parents ha- did not care, does not care about the, the Raptors or basketball in general. And my mom is texting me of like how much they love Kawhi and how much they are watching this game. And like, it's, it's just so crazy. Um, and we're, I know we're talking about like, we're talking like we won uh, the championship. We haven't. Um, but that's that's another great thing because e- this season in general we've we've had these moments the you know uh, uh, the the shot by Kawhi and uh, the redemption and the now now this of going into the NBA Finals it's like uh, there's been so many points in this se- in this season that um, um, milestones that we can just love and it's going to be part of Toronto lore, Toronto Raptors history. Uh, how you guys are, are celebrating it, like Jay, you're in uh, another country in Iowa f- f- uh, with your par- with your family, uh, Dre's with his family and I'm with mine. This is like, a, it, it's no longer like a singular thing. No one has to hide to be a Toronto Raptors fan anymore. Everyone can be joyous about being a Raptors fan. Like that's the difference about this, about that feeling. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I, I said this, um, you know, and thanks Dre for, 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 for the shout out and the whole CBC thing. It's, it's honestly been, uh, just as the Raptors playoff run, it's just been an incredible ride. But something that I did mention on, uh, on CBC on Friday was that it's okay to expect this team to win. We've right. had 24 seasons or 23 seasons of expecting the worst, right? Like, oh, when is the other shoe going to drop? And when are we going to blow this lead? Or what if this happens? What if that happens? It, it, it's fine to let that go. Like, it's, it's been happening time and time again in this playoffs when our backs are against the wall, they show up. And this was another situation. Down 15. I got to admit, even myself, I was starting to, to doubt a little bit. And mm-hmm. we turned it around because we have the best defense in the playoffs. And we have Kawhi Leonard. And, like, you guys probably talked about this, but come on. If there, if you have any doubt in your mind that he is staying, I don't know what else to tell you. Because <laughs> that's it. This was the – if you wanted one more checkbox, this was it. Becoming the Eastern yeah. Conference champion. And you cool. are – he is the best player in the conference. Well, think about all of the Toronto history he's been a part of in one freaking year. The shot. I'm not even going to explain that. Eastern Conference Finals. He's third. He went from fourth to third highest scoring Raptor in franchise history in one third. freaking season. Yeah, he, he, he jumped from fourth to third. Yeah. In, in one season. He reached fourth in one season. He surpassed it to third in one season. Imagine two and two, he could actually top it off considering what the actual point differentials are. So there's that. There's the amount of wins that we had overall, which was close to our, our franchise high. 
There's the fact that he's being considered the greatest player in the playoffs, period, right now. Everything. This is a legacy run. I don't know how much more I can say. Mm-hmm. You guys said you guys said it in the last part. It's like you don't know, or we don't know if he's ever had a run this this good. And it's hands down, this is the best he's ever played in his career. Um, near the tail end of his Spurs career, his uses were starting to go up. The Popovich realized like this guy needs the ball in his hands more. And you know, they, up until that point, they had been all about team ball and making sure that Duncan got his touches and Parker and Ginobili. Um, but in the tail end of his of his final full season there, he was starting to take it over. And this was the Kawhi that, that, that we got and we were hoping to get. And the one that we've been seeing throughout this playoffs and the, the kind of run he's been playing together, you're hearing some insane comparisons. Names like Jordan, names like LeBron. You're hearing those names for a reason. And it's not hyperbole. It's not Raptors bias. It is absolutely justified. And, and my last point about, you know, it's okay to 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 cheer for these Raptors is that it's actually okay to think that these Raptors are favorites heading into the NBA finals. Wow. Not only did we beat the, the Warriors twice this season, but if you think about all the, the seasons, even when it was DeMar and JV, we have always played the Warriors tough. Mm-hmm. The fact that we won both of those regular season games this year, one without Kawhi and one without Kyle says mm-hmm. something, Right. And there is uh, a formula there. And there's just there's just something there about the Raptors that they bring it against the Warriors every time they play. And we're riding a high right now. They are short two starters. And, you know, it, it is really important that Kevin Durant is not there. And I fully expect a Raptors team to be heading to Golden State next Wednesday, June the 5th, with a 2-0 lead. Wow. Wow. Yes. Okay. I, I I was gonna say let's let's go into the Golden State Warriors. Uh, let's th- let's talk about that team. But uh, Jay, you you think we can at least we can get the first two games at home? Look, look at look at who we've got. I mean, we we don't we have the advantage. We actually have the better team at this point, especially with no Durant, right? And indications are is that if anything, Cousins is actually closer to returning than Durant. Mm-hmm. Now that's not an indication of of uh, that we should be worried at all that either of them will be coming back soon. It's that a I think Kevin Durant is going to be is going to at least miss the first two games, mm-hmm. uh, and b I've never actually thought that Cousins and I may have said this in the beginning of the season before the season. I've never actually thought that Cousins makes them better. Yes, mm-hmm. he's an All Star, but he wants the ball in his hands a lot, and he, in my mind, messes up their chemistry a bit. They're much well, better with their death lineup and Iguodala in there yeah. and Green, uh, Green being their center. But, Dre, I believe you have other thoughts. Yeah, although not other thoughts. I actually do agree because um, this is going to sound weird because I know anybody who's listening will bring up Donkey from Shrek quotes or something. But <laughs> I think Draymond Green is an extremely underrated player because he does exactly what you said Kev, or DeMarcus Cousins should do. He allows opportunities for other people before himself unless he has to com- take a commanding leave offensively. And I think that's exactly it. I think, look at what's happening now. Uh, a couple of thoughts, though. First off, uh, to, to stay on this thread of things, um, if anything, I think the Golden State Warriors have been playing better without Durant um, and without Cousins in these playoffs. The Splash Brothers have been going off. Uh, Draymond Green has been stepping up. Uh, especially offensively, the fact that he's been hitting triple doubles. I mean, that says a lot. 
Uh, now, having said all of that, in that similar vein, I feel like we, as I alluded to earlier, we have had so much practice around teams like Golden State. And we have this current drive. At this point, especially with the week-long break or so that we have until the first game, I wouldn't consider that, you know, we're exhausted, we're de-energized. At this point, I consider all of what we just did practice. I don't think the Golden State Warriors, even though they are triple champions within four years, have played a similar team like we have, or like that's like us, or have even had much of a challenge, I would even argue, looking at who they had to had to face in their playoffs. You know, the Clippers, okay, um, they, they had a decent run, but whatever. Uh, and they lost twice to the Clippers, let's not forget. Um, the Rockets, which I know what people want to say about Harden. I know what people want to say about Chris Paul. But the, the playoff runs play a different story because the playoffs are one thing and the season is another thing. Then you have the Portland series, which, God bless Portland, that was rough. But they haven't had a real challenge yet. What are they going to do when they finally face us? I don't know. This is going to be very neck and neck. That's interesting how you say that because Milwaukee kind of had the same storyline where there wasn't really much of a test for them. And then they had their backs against the wall and clearly they folded. Uh, Yeah. Golden State Warriors is they're the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they are the champions. They've been. They've gone to the finals five straight years. This is another test that only the only person on our team that's ever had a chance to face them. Or I guess two would be Danny yep. Green and Kawhi Leonard. So yes. we don't. Uh, this time the experience uh, isn't on our side. But I do agree that w- honestly we we might be collectively especially if Duran isn't fully healthy, Iguodala isn't fully healthy, Cousins isn't fully healthy, we may have the more talented team right now. Um, Yeah. That poses the question, do you you think that Golden State is worried at all? No, I don't think they're worried. I think they're preparing. Uh, I think there's a difference. Worried implies you think you're going to lose. Preparing implies you know you have to get ready. I think it's a mix of both. I think that I think really? I, 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 the way you worded that, Dre, was perfect. Um, I, I don't think I can, my argument will actually be any stronger than what you just said, but th- I would say there's a little bit of worry because if you think about the last time those two faced, and I'm thinking about Kawhi versus Golden State, Kawhi was just chewing that team up, and that was a fully healthy team, and then Jaja had to ruin things, but that was Kawhi <laughs> and the Spurs, right? So like, yeah. I'm thinking about like Kawhi getting. I think for him too. I mean, this this kind of comes full circle. His his return from injury, right after that that uh, that Jaja play, the following season he only played like nine games. So for him, he's still trying to uh, quote unquote come back from that, right? And this redemption tour, if it, as it were, is is perfectly going to end with Golden State, right? Hmm. We're we're. Everything right. kind of fell downhill for him with San Antonio um, is is right there against the Warriors. And I think for him, it'll be amazing closure to 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 take it to them, right? Um, we are clicking on all cylinders. Um, and, and I will not include, uh, unfortunately, not include Denny Green in that. But shooters got to shoot. 
You saw it in the beginning of this game. They kept trying to give him some shots. They were not falling still. And honestly, I still stubbornly think that he has a Danny Green game in him. <laughs> He's going to be left open. He can't possibly. like If he was in his third or fourth year, maybe. But he is a veteran. He's had these types of lulls before he can get out of it but but enough about him what i'm trying to get at is this team right now the way we're clicking with van vliet shooting the way he is with Powell and ibaka providing the energy they do off the bench with gasol with his elbow touches and having the best player in the nba right now it is i would be worried if i was not worried that works in the raptors favor that means that they are overconfident that means that they will be unprepared so, um, yeah, I, I say bring it on. Two points for what you said. First off, I was thinking along the same lines, and I'm glad that you brought it up. Imagine being a San Antonio fan right now where it's like <laughs> the the Golden State Warriors, when they had Pachulia, because he's obviously not on that team anymore, when that injury happened to the Raptors, the team that he ultimately went to, this must be a rough Yet, also, depending on what kind of fan you are, possibly redeeming finals, where it's like, okay, this is good. I've seen, I've got to be honest, when we first got Kawhi, I saw a lot of bitterness for Spurs fans. The odd supporter person. These all, this whole playoffs on Facebook, so much support from San Antonio. It's been, it's been beautiful. So, if you're a San Antonio fan, I see you guys. Um, secondly, uh, shoot, what was my secondly? <laughs> uh what were you talking about jay you were talking about uh the, the warriors oh okay i cut all that out secondly I, this might be a very presumptuous bold thing to say i don't think we've seen a perfect raptors game yet in the playoffs still where everybody has had an on night there's always been somebody that's been a bit off if not a whole gr- great deal of people who have been off if one night van fleet goes off it's because so and so and so and so didn't if one night Gasol goes off, it's because so-and-so didn't. We haven't seen the entire team at once just all have a great game. Think about that. We're still do that. We are still do a game like that. And when it comes, oh, mm-hmm. my God, it's going to be electrifying. Uh, all right. All right, guys. We're, we We've rambled on way too long because I want to enjoy this. I want to enjoy this with my family. I want to enjoy this with my wife. I want to... F- Take this all in because I still don't know the emotions I'm supposed to feel because we're going to the NBA Finals. The storyline here is Kawhi helped us, help the Raptors get through those humps, even though he didn't really care and didn't know what, the, what, what they were. But he redeemed the Sixers shot, Vince Carter shot, and they redeemed, um, uh, he pushed us over so we can go to the NBA Finals. Now it's his turn for the redemption it's his turn to say have the last say uh in the nba finals going against the golden state warriors and i hope i hope the raptors have it in them to help him now because he helped us that's for damn sure so raptors fans please enjoy this please be safe because i know all y'all i can see you guys you guys are going crazy i love the passion but please be safe that's the last thing i want to say but enjoy this uh i'm sure we'll be back before thursday uh to to set up the nba finals <laughs> that's so weird to say. oh my god we're talking about <laughs> finals <laughs> nba finals man but until then boys that is a wrap hey now that the series is over 
Yanni, I'd have to go boy like you again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, man. NBA Finals! <laughs> <laughs>